Hey y'all, this is Ashley, and this is For the Life of Me. Just a simple podcast about my daily routine, how I deal with single mommyhood of two children. If I can do it, anyone can. For the life of me. How do I start? Alright. I'm a single parent, 30 years of age, just had a baby two months ago. Beautiful baby girl. I had a son about four years ago. He's gorgeous as well. My life right now couldn't be any better. Of course, it can be better. But as far as me being a single parent, I'm okay for now. I'm going up. I'm doing better day by day. And I have little obstacles along the way, but that's perfectly fine because I'm here for it. I'm ready to tackle it. My son, he's a handful. My daughter, she's a handful. And each day, I'm not going to say it gets difficult. It's just it's interesting. It gets more and more interesting. Because, honestly, when I was younger, I wasn't thinking about children. I wasn't thinking about boys at all. Now, I wasn't thinking about girls, but I wasn't thinking about any of that. None of girlfriend and boyfriend and holding hands, swinging, running through the leaves, skipping down the hills. None of that. First kiss, prom dates. I wasn't worried about any of that. I was just trying to be cool, trying to hang with my friends and go to school and go to different skating parties and all of that. It's funny how life goes, I tell you. It's funny how life goes. Here I am, 30 years old. For some reason, I decided to have another child after four years of me saying, I ain't having no more. I ain't having no more. Never say never. They're truly a blessing, but it takes a strong person. Not boosting myself up, but it takes a strong person to say, this is my life. I'm going to do it whether I have a, a husband or not. Or vice versa. I'm fine. They're perfectly fine. And my life is right, right now. Who am I? That's a question I think about a lot. Who am I now? Am I just a mother? Or am I still Ashley? Can I still be Ashley? Or am I just their parents? Do you have a life after kids? That's the question I ask a lot. Am I going to have a life? I mean, what was my life before kids? What did I do that was so, so extravagant, so outlandishly fun? What did I do? As a parent, you think of these type of questions. And I'm eating a popsicle, by the way. You think of these type of questions.
when they leave and you've spent your life taking care of them what are you going to do then and especially if you're a single parent will I be married will I be dating someone will I be alone with cats or dogs will I be one of those women that have that shirt with the cat knitted on the front of it with a fanny pack and some crocs and some of those gauchos will I be one of those or will I be fit living my life power walking through the park going on cruises stuff like this this is my daily thoughts alongside of I gotta change my baby she needs her diaper changed it's time to feed her let me go get my son from school aside from those are they healthy do they got their clothes do they got their shoes do she have enough socks is her hair combed is his hair cut because I mean I cut my my child's hair me I don't take them to a barbershop that's me all me I cut my own hair I, I buy them clothes I don't get no help from the fathers these are the things that you think about as a single parent how can you do this how can you how can you survive being by yourself and if in certain circumstances there are situations where the person has been through it twice two or three times four or five times and they're like you know what I don't have to be with anyone I don't have to be married I don't have to have a boyfriend I'm perfectly fine my mind is on everything else anyway so I'm too preoccupied to have someone else and that's pretty much an ongoing thought in my life it's an ongoing thought in my mind every day all day long how am I going to do this so like I said who can think about is he looking at me or if, it, if I was a dude you know is she looking at me or whatever else they do out there what do you what do you do how do you do it how are you going to continue to do it is it easy is it simple is it hard is it complicated all those things it is trust me it's an ongoing smiling, laughing, crying, sadness, depression, anxiety, I can't sleep type of life. But in the end, you raise those human beings from babies to grown people that are smart college students. They passed all their classes with flying colors. They got their graduation squared away from high school they're in college they're 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 getting their degrees they're they're getting ahead in life they're making empires whatever they're becoming actors actresses producers what have you you know engineers doctors all these things that they're they're going to become when they get older you made that happen by staying on them, not worrying about the drama that it doesn't need to be even touched. You ain't got to worry about all the rest of that dumb stuff. You need to worry about your kids. And this is what goes on in my mind. I'm not worrying about 
all that other petty stuff. Because I have two children to raise. That's why I made this podcast. To get off my chest what people are scared to say. How am I going to do it? Why me? Why not you? Maybe my life is for an example. So other people can say, you know what? If she can do it, I'm in the same situation. I can do it. Don't give up. Because being a single parent, being a single person, those two things are two different situations in itself. Which one are you going to make more important? Mine is single mother, single parent. Because me being a single person, whatever. I mean, I can go to sleep perfectly fine by myself. Because I'm I'm a bed hog anyway, and I sleep wild. So why in the world would I have to worry about another warm body taking up the space that I could put my leg or my arm or my head on that side of the bed? In this type of lifestyle, priorities come before pleasure. And even though priorities come before pleasure, you can take small pleasures. You know what I do? I paint my toenails. I paint my nails. Face mask. Stuff like that. Those look, I've always been a basic person anyway, so those things make me feel good about myself. Makeup. I don't buy no high-priced makeup. One day I might be able to, but I got kids. I can maybe afford Fenty when I'm 50, which is perfectly fine. It'll still be on the market. But... I used to, when I first had my my son, or when I had my first child, what have you, I was in a depressed mode. I was gaining weight. I was feeling all types of stuff. Everything was going through my mind. And I don't even want to go into details, but I'm pretty sure those single parents out there, they knew what I was talking about. Everything was going through my mind. But after a while, I start to focus on him. When you focus on your kids, you start to do things the right way. You start to think the right way. This is just me one-on-one. I start to think about responsibility. That's the right thing. I start to think about, is he healthy? Is is he getting what he needs? Does he have clothes? Does he have shoes? Is, is his skin clean? His body clean? Is his hair cut? I went to beauty school not too long ago, probably 2011. I know it's 2018, but still, that's not too long ago. I'm not going to make myself feel old is what I'm saying. But I learned some basics. And cutting hair is one of them. Men's hair. Men's haircuts is, you know, this is one of the basic things. I learned how to do facials. I learned how to do massages. All within this school, I learned how to do regular hair. Of course, I YouTubed a lot of things. Some stuff I already knew. That's a good thing to do when you go to school. I already know some stuff. But so now I cut my own son's hair. So I was doing that perfectly fine because I don't know who in the world got $15, $16 to do a little boy's haircut. Shouldn't even be that much. So I can do it for free. Got my clippers out of my tuition. So those clippers are fine. I got a new another pair. Uh maybe a year back, year, maybe a year or two. So now I have two pairs of clippers and trimmers. So, 
those are the basic things that you can do the right way when you start to prioritize your children it's, it, you know instead of trying to go out on a date I'm not trying to go out on no date uh, my son is four my daughter is two months old I don't have time I know people say you know you got to take time I don't have time and I'm not trying to make time for that because it can just go wrong just like that and I'm not introducing my kids to nobody that's not going to stay there so that's on the back burner I think that stove is turned off honestly so probably in storage somewhere but motherhood for me that's that's where I love to be a lot of people wouldn't admit that because they want to be known as you know super mom you know all this other stuff they want to be known as they hard and they're tough and they got to do what they got to do but I love being a mother they might love being a mother but some people won't admit it I like coming home with my kids sometimes I don't even want my kids to go to sleep I want to stay up all night and watch TV with my kids I know they got to go to sleep get some rest they got to go to school in the morning And my son is just like me. Not sure how this little bitty girl is going to be, but she got a mind of her own, which is fine. It's cool. I like watching her little facial expressions. But my son, me and him are twins. Literally. He's just like me. He likes the simple things in life. We can go get a little pint of ice cream and a soda and make ice cream floats. Simple stuff simple stuff a little bitty stuff let's go to the water park let's go to the dollar store get a couple of cans of Vienna sausages and some chips maybe a Gatorade or two that's our picnic of course I can buy more stuff but I ask him and yes I know you're saying well he wouldn't know it was there if he wouldn't introduce it to him okay so what we can make sandwiches we can have hot dogs it don't matter but he likes the simple things in life I'm teaching him how to be happy wherever you are when I have more money, I buy him better stuff. And sometimes all he does is play with the box that it came out of, just like the rest of us. Just like the rest of our kids. They play with the boxes. They play with the, the, the wrappers that it came out of. They want to build stuff with the packaging. We the one that make it hard. We, we, we make it to where our kids want to have more stuff. PS2s and three, four, five, six, seven. Every all 150 pairs of Jordans. Just like I made that that Vienna sausage, I introduced them to the Vienna sausage. You introduce your kids to them hundred dollar shoes, two hundred dollar shoes, and you gonna be bankrupt. All of this is going on in my mind. I know you're hearing me on this podcast. I might be stumbling my words. This is my first podcast. Okay? Give me some slack. This is my life. This is what goes on in my mind. What do I do? How do I how do I prioritize things to teach them? When do I teach them? What time am I going to teach them about, you know, the birds and the bees? Don't know why they call it the birds and the bees, but when do I teach them that? What age? How do I keep her from... You know, getting pregnant. I didn't get pregnant as a teenager, but it's it's a lot of more stuff going on now. How do I teach him how to be responsible with girls? 
and her with boys. These are the things. Teaching him, teaching him hygiene, teaching her hygiene, how to brush your teeth properly, put on deodorant, scrub under your arms, make everything clean. This is a motherhood. This is, this is parenthood for a single parent. You have to think about all of this by yourself. This is your life. This is my life. And I enjoy every minute of it. I know I'm stumbling. I know it's been 16 minutes and 35 seconds, but that's fine. Because I'm just getting started. Hey, y'all. It's Ashley. And this is for the life of me. Just a single parent, a mother of two, just telling you what I go through each and every day and different thoughts that I have in my mind. So today I just want to talk about the deep voice. What do I mean by the deep voice? If you're a single mother, after I get through explaining this, you'll understand what I mean by the deep voice. Like I said before, I'm a single parent. I have a young son, he's four, and I have a young daughter, she's two months old. Getting up in the morning and implementing rules, these things I have to do by myself. Making my rules stick so they would understand that mommy means business. This is some of the things I think about. How am I gonna make it stick? How am I going to make them realize that I mean what I say? And there's no wavering in what I say. So this deep voice, I have to use it sometimes to implement sternness. Not to strike fear in their heart, but to strike respect. And know that, oh, mama means what she said. I better go do this. I better go do that. Now my two-month-old, she don't know what the deep voice is yet. She just smiles at me. Every time I try to use it, when I tell her to be quiet about how they're crying and whining after she's been fed and changed and all this other good stuff, she's perfectly fine. After all that extra, she needs to be quiet. She don't understand the deep voice, but my four-year-old, he's well able and capable to understand. So, where did I get this deep voice from? Well, I've heard some people say, that men have more of an authoritative tone because their voice is deeper. But, like I said, I don't have no man in my life. I don't even care about that. But I need my kids to know that mommy means business. So I have to make my voice deeper. It's not really that high. So it's not that hard for me to go a little deeper. I'm not going to demonstrate because it might sound like a horror story. And this ain't that type of podcast. I have to use the muscle, which is my deep voice. And when I do, I sound a little, you know, a little psychotic. But my son gets the drip. He gets what I mean. Go clean up your toys. Sometimes it don't work. Sometimes it does when he's on a good day or a nice day. Not saying my kid is one of those kids that tell me to shut up because he don't. But sometimes he wants to be a little rebellion. So I have to go deeper. 
go clean up your toys. So now it sounds a little more authoritative, a little more manly, if you will, a little more masculine. Oh well. If I have to do the deep voice, I have to do the deep voice. And if you're a single mother, you know what I mean by the deep voice. You might not tell nobody you use the deep voice, but you use the deep voice. You might not use it in public because you, some of you might be looking for a man and you using a deep voice in public is not cute. They might say, oh, well, she got, you know, she, she got good control over her kids, you know. They obey, they, you know, they're good kids and stuff like that. But why is her voice so deep? So I have to use mine behind closed doors in the privacy of my own home. And that's, you know, that's fine. But I use the deep voice. The deep voice sounds a little psychotic, like I said. It sounds a little demented, but it gets the point across. If you haven't thought about it out loud before, now you know why you do that deep voice. Because it sounds more authoritative. Men have a booming voice. They they heard some men. Some men still their, their voices are you know higher than mine. But the majority of dads have this deep voice. And since I have to be both, I have to have my nice voice. Come on, baby, mama loves you. You did so good. I'm so proud of you. Then I have to use the deep voice, the muscle. Boy, you better get over there and clean up them toys. Didn't I tell you to pick up your jacket? Stuff like that. Put your shoes by the door. Stack them up neatly. Pick your toys up. I got to go straight military. But if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. These are the things that I have to do on a daily basis. Maybe not all the, all the time. Probably not all the time, but 85% of the time, my voice is straining because it's going deep. And I'm just... Boy, you better go do this. Boy, boy, boy. I'm saying boy because I don't, you know, I don't want my son's name all out there. But that's what I have to do. And what it what what comes after the deep voice? The toys get picked up, the shoes get stacked up by the door, nice and neatly. His blanket gets picked up, his jacket gets picked up. But the, the offside, the downside of the deep voice, if you don't continue to use it, if you don't make it a daily ritual, a daily routine for you and the deep voice, the clothes get thrown back on the floor. The shoes don't get measured up like they're supposed to. The blanket gets tossed back on the floor. Blocks are everywhere. You about to trip and fall because you don't continue to use the deep voice. You have to have consistency with parenting, especially if you're a single mother, single father, single parent. Even married couples have to have some consistency. All of us parenting have to have consistency. And if you don't, then their kids are gonna run over you. A lot of people don't believe in spankings and whoopings or that type of discipline. But there's a lot of different ways you can discipline your child. You can discipline them by talking to them, punishing them, taking away stuff that they like, using the deep voice, things like that. You ain't got to beat on them all the time. I done told you, wop, wop, using whole sentences and stuff. But you do have to let them know who you are. This ain't a friendship. It's a ship, but it ain't a friendship. Now, you and your kids can become friendly once they get older, 
once they have a window pane envelope in their name. But until then, use the deep voice, mothers. Unless your voice is already deep, like mine. And I just gotta go like one octave lower. All I'm saying is, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta be who you gotta be. Any way you choose to parent your child, that's your way. When they go to someone else's house, they're going to be respectful if you teach them respect at home. But if you teach them how to be a hooligan and just let them run everywhere, them kids' parents are not going to want you to take them to their house. You ain't going to be no sleepovers for little Bobby and little Ricky and them. Little Cindy Lou Who. They're going to have to be at home, worrying you to death. And then by time, you know, you figure out, I should have been doing better. It's going to be too late. So use that deep voice. Use that muscle. Use that, that strategy, you know, to make them respect. Respect is not fear. Respect is what kids and other people do to you when you implement how you want to be treated or how you want certain things to be done. It's my own personal definition. It's not It's not a fear. Respect is not a fear. I don't fear my mother. I respect my mother. I didn't fear my father. I respected my father. And he had a deep voice. So, what are you doing? How are you implementing respect in your house are you do you create rules do you have certain punishments uh grounding them taking away their allowance time out no dessert what what have you spanking them whichever way you do it and and it's not abusing your kids that's going to build up their respect and they're going to have respect for other people they're going to have respect for other people's things they're going to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, or yes and no. Yes, mom, no, dad, yes, dad, no, ma'am. Stuff like that. You got to run a tight ship. You have to run a tight ship. And when a single mother has to do it twice, it's when a single parent has to do it twice, it gets harder and we get tired, more tired than a regular ship is being run. We're tired, but we can't waver in our rules. We can't say, well, you know what? I'm going to let him get away. You know, you can't do that because one false move and tomorrow that child is going to try you. And you're going to be like, well, where did this come from? Because you wavered. Parenting is a non-wavering thing. You can't do that. So use that muscle. Use that deep voice. Use that, that strategy to get them to respect you. But a lot of things a lot of things that I'm saying, I'm not hard on my son and my daughter all the time. Well, really can't speak on the daughter because she don't know what I'm talking about half the time. She just look at me and laugh like, girl, you ain't talking about nothing. But my son, he has to know. But what I what I also do is I congratulate him. I pray I give him praise for doing things. 
Oh, you cleaned up your spot? Thank you so much, Gabe. You did a good job. I know I just said it. I know I wasn't supposed to say it, but still, his name is Gabriel. Whatever. I'm just saying, don't just be mean to your kids. If that you run in a tight ship, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Run your tight ship. But let them know that they're appreciated. Because if a child doesn't feel appreciated, it's going to feel like military school and they're going to they're, they're gonna want to leave. They're going to sneak out. They're going to do stuff because it's not desirable. They don't want to do it. And this is just me. This is just Ashley. This is how I personally feel. I feel like when a child knows that they they're thanked and, and you know and, and you're grateful for them helping you it because it takes it takes more than you it takes your kids too when they get old enough and they're 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 able to clean up they're able to help you out take the take the clothes up take the groceries up and you thank them for that they're going to keep doing that i'm not saying you got to go around and and you know just make them feel like they're a parent no but you have to make that child feel appreciated as well so alongside of your muscle alongside of your deep voice your tight ship your rules your regulations make them feel wanted and appreciated that's love make them feel love that all comes down under love because a person that knows that you love them with all those extras, that appreciation, that praise, that thankfulness, they're going to stay. They're going to stay. You ain't going to, I mean, you, you, they might have a little rebellion, but what kid doesn't? But it's going to be less likely that they do it on a daily basis. And that other stuff I'll get into, but this is just what I thought about today. That deep voice. The voice I had to use this morning because my son decided to go to bed at a late hour. And I said, you know what? When you get up in the morning, you ain't when, when, when it's time to get up in the morning, you ain't going to want to get up. So I'm going to have to use that deep voice. I'm going to have to use my authoritative tone. That deep southern drawl. The deep, deep, deep voice. I'm going to have to use that. So what are you using? How are you using it? Are you using it to be cruel? Or are you using it in authoritative teaching mode? Don't be cruel to your kids. But do what you have to do to survive. Because this parenting thing, it's like... It's a whole world that we weren't taught how to do. We, we weren't taught about this world. And we got to make our make our way through it. And childhood was easy because you ain't had nothing to worry about. Your parents took care of everything. Half the time, I didn't even know what my mom was doing. How they were paying the bills. They didn't let us know anything about their money or anything. So we wouldn't feel worried. The whole house don't need to worry. I don't want my son and my daughter worrying. They don't need to know, oh, we can't, we ain't got the light bill money, or we ain't, you know, not saying that that's going to happen, but they don't need to know that type of stuff. They need to be kids. Anyway, that's all I had to say about that today. Use that deep voice. Use your authoritative tone. Do what you got to do to survive parenthood. It's a whole different ball game than childhood. You've seen half of what parents do when you was a kid. 
you didn't see it all. And as soon as you have kids, you go start to see exactly why you got the mean looks and you got your stuff taken away and you got that deep voice when you was a kid. Alright, y'all. That's all I got to say for today. Y'all have a good day now.